All right, so thanks, Mill, for Hidai Dijani today to be our speaker at the New Normal Live podcast uh, here at Dublin Tech Talks. I uh, would like to thank Icon Accounting for being our uh, our sponsor for Dublin Tech Talks when we're in person, but uh, even more now when we're not in person. So welcome to the show, Dijani. Or Hidai. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making it easy for you with that name. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're going to talk today around... Um, you know, customer, um, sorry, around customer experience, loyalty now more than ever, and then kind of moving post um, COVID 19. So, just a bit about, a bit about your background and what is your take on customer experience and, and loyalty and CX in general? All right, thanks. So, a little bit about myself, just for people here to know what they should be listening to that strange person with a funny accent. So, I'm originally from Israel. Um, and a variety of roles since then in different locations, companies, and uh, in industries in the Gibraltar, London, Berlin, Malta, Ireland, Galway, and now in Dublin. Different industries e commerce, e gaming, uh, fintech, and loyalty, and function from user experience to product development and man management, and CRM and data, and career, all of ultimately combining, trying to combine it all to customer experience in the broadest sense possible meaning any company, any business, whatever you do, you have an experience and people, your customers, whoever they may be, are experiencing different touch points along the journey. And how good you do it will actually determine a lot of your success uh, in business in general and trying to help companies of every size uh, to do it well using digital tools to improve that. So that's in a nutshell what I'm trying to do. And, and I think talking about COVID-19 now, which is a huge change in everything, the way we live and what we do, it just, kind of, I think, highlights a lot of those elements. And you see a lot of communication going on. Many of us got emails from the CEOs of many, many companies we never heard of for a long time and asking us, how are you doing? And things like that. And we'll talk in a second what's good and not, maybe not that good in that. But I think it's it's a good, it's a, it's a testing period. It's a challenging period from all, all elements of life. And companies and businesses and people respond to it in different ways. And what we try to do now, we, you and I spoke about it before, is try to look and think what can be good practices to do, what maybe you should try to avoid, even though many, many people do it, it's probably not the right thing to do for yourself and for your business uh, in this in this kind of time. Yeah, so like customer experience, loyalty isn't isn't a new thing. Um, growing up, that was what you were told when you were working in the shop, you know, make sure your <laughs> customer's happy and they'll come back. Um, what? Why do you think there has been such a... Um, a growth in the market as you know like cx specialists and consultants like yourself who are brought in by companies was it a was it a, a a problem by companies they forgot who they were selling to or is it just a you know why was there such a demand for such a product right that's a good question i think the more companies realize that this is important it's because they've seen the struggles I mean, if you think about what companies, it's easy to do is spend money on marketing. You put, you, you put the marketing budget, you spread it out, you will get customers coming in. However, it's very expensive. It's getting more and more expensive to acquire new customers. And actually, if you're losing your own customers, you're actually getting people, you pay a lot of money, again, more and more in every channel you go to get new customers to test, test you out and hopefully become customers. But if on the other side, you're losing them very quickly or they have a very bad experience, as you know very well, they will tell... It's the old saying, it's uh, it's easy to, one good customer will get you another one. What bad, unhappy customer mm. will send away 10, 10. And especially with social media today, this is really true. So if you're paying so much money to get customers in, but then give them a very bad experience and they actually pissed off 
and go away and tell the friends, don't even try to use that product. I mean, it's, it's not going to be sustainable. You're going to spend a lot of money for not really getting any benefit. So then companies are trying to look inside, trying, but it's very hard to improve that experience, to see where that breaking point was. Was it the ad? Was the site? Was the service later on? And understand that they must improve that element, even for money, even for yeah. improving the kind of uh, econ economics of that to make it more profitable. The tricky thing is it's very hard to do. It's much easier, even though it's more expensive, to spend that budget of marketing than actually look inside and improve different facets and different silos in a company because customer experience is, is everything. It's the marketing, it's the site, it's the product, it's the service, it's the customer service later on. It's any any interaction there, even find even invoices yeah. and finance. So you to do it well, that's the challenge here, is you need to connect all those dots to understand what your customers see. And they don't care about departments, they just see all of that together and they think you are that. They only see Hidai or Gavin or Company X and they judge us based on whatever the total experience they had. So companies start to realize that, but it's very tough to act upon it and really improving it. That still remains, I think, a big challenge for many, many companies. So if that was a challenge before, you know, there's been a, yeah. a, 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 a massive shift change in, in what it normal is now. You know, what have you seen? We won't name names, but what have you seen good? What have you seen a really positive message to the customers, you know, tone? You know, what would your advice be for, you know, customers now to really kind of show what their loyalty program is or their customer experience journey is now? Yeah. So, like I said before, the principles don't change. It's just the circumstances may be amplifying what's happening. But Customer experience, as the name suggests, it's about the customer. So the first thing to do right is think where, who are my customers and what's, what are they going through currently? Specifically this time, mentally and physically, we are under stress. We're working from home. <laughs> That's the only office we see for a while and we'll see for a while. And, and many, we have, we have financial stress. We have kids at home, which many of us are not used to that. We, have, we lost a lot, lot of things of changing now. So first of all is to think when you talk to your customers, think who they are and what they're going through. That's a good step to start. And, and then think, okay, what is the message of communication you want to be sending them in, in that environment? Let's start with bad examples. Again, I mentioned those emails. I think every, C, every CEO in the, in the world now sends us tons, tons of emails. I'm sure that us and all the audience started ignoring or sending to spam and just delete them or saying, oh my God, another one. And suddenly a CEO of Company X I've never heard of, never had interaction, probably gave me a crap experience at some point. Now he's sending me a message. Are you okay, he died? I'm really worried about you or... Our company is doing great. Oh, we're working from home. It's amazing. This is our Zoom meeting. And I, the question is, do I really care about any of those messages from the CEO? And the good chance of what I've got, 90% of them were totally bad, didn't really connect neatly to the company. And I said, that's just ridiculous. And the funny thing is that we spoke about the more people started laughing about it, all the memes came onto Twitter and LinkedIn laughing about those. They kept on coming. Mm. So those CEOs or marketing department, saw that happening and still said, we got to do it as well. We got to do it as well. And that's another phenomenon of copycat. Everybody is doing it. Therefore, we must also send our Zoom meeting and put it and send this message to our customers. And I think it's a, it's a crazy phenomena, a bit tricky. And it's very tempting to go with the way they're all doing it. Therefore, we must do it as well. However, if it's not right for your customers, if it's not right for your company, I would suggest don't do it. It's okay not to communicate. Unless you have something good to say and, and, and worthwhile sending to your customers, to be on the phone, to send a notification, which is, is disturbing in a sense. You're sending them something they need to look at, even for a second. 
just don't. If you're not sure what to do, you have nothing good to say, try to avoid that. It's, it's my first advice, I think. Uh, that's one thing. The other element could be on the positive side. Some companies, not many, sadly, but some of them did try to find a way because what they do, the service is relevant. Or they said, you know what, our service is not, but we'll try to do something good about it. We'll try to pivot a little bit or use the time for good. Mm. So good positive messages which emerged are about help and support and stay strong together and providing a lot of services for free. And I think those personally, again, think, oh, that's nice. That's a nice gesture. Some companies helping people, some companies helping elderly, some companies just providing everything for free for a while, stay together. Those are those messages can't really go too wrong. They're really positive, yeah. genuinely positive. Now, genuinely is very tricky as well. We all sniff and smell opportunistic people who are trying to get a sale or trying to get something out of it. So if you want to do something, I would recommend honestly be okay with that. If you try to do good, honestly try to do good. Honestly, offer it for free for a while. Customers and people will respect that. We all we all sense, we all smell good and bad and intentions in a very human way. So I believe again, if you do something good, customers will remember that. They will remember the good and remember the bad. Don't be afraid to, to, to suggest something for free. Also pragmatically, to be honest, I mean, many companies are now not in a position to buy. Many customers not in any position to purchase. The budgets are tight. People are stressed for their living and their businesses. So offering something for free will, even business-wise, will probably go a long way later on when those people will be back on their feet. We're all going to go back and outside and buying things and companies. And we will remember the companies that actually helped us back then. It will go a long way for relationships and for caring about your customers, which is the experience. And again, yeah. they will enjoy those moments and remember them. And I believe in the longevity of that, that this would be remembered. So think a bit long term, think a bit really trying to do something good. And again, if you're not comfortable with that, so don't, don't do it. If, if, it's, if it's only a marketing trick to try to get something, maybe don't do it because people will feel it, I think. Yeah, it's that, it's that kind of honesty in, you know, humanity and the, you know, it's the trust levels. You don't want to break the trust barriers down with a, with a client or with a company because they, they probably won't come back with it. Um, and, and then if, if you're a business now and you kind of touched on it lightly there being, you know, not to the revenue streams mightn't be there at the moment. What, what can a business do now to prepare themselves for when we, you know, go back outside for more than 20 minutes, two yeah. kilometers, you know, what, what would be, if, if you were to think of three or four kind of main areas in your brain, you know, I don't know if you're doing it yourself or if you're, if you, if you're I've kind of been asked already, what, what would you say would be, you know, these are the fundamentals you have to get ready. Yeah. So I think one of them is what we said before, again, try not to screw up in the time when it's happening. I mean, don't go too bad because again, that, that will be remembered. So try to stay as calm as possible. Try to prioritize, try to see where customers are and what's, what's business you can really do these days and what's not, if it's not the case, you don't want to go full on and full stress for no real tangible results. It's just going to drain your energy resources. And you're right, as, as a consultant, as a business, we're doing it ourselves. What can we do now? Where can we adapt? So I think one element is adapt. For example, this is my first YouTube, YouTube live in my own life. I'm not used to it at all. I used to talk it's to my third, so it's, right. it's fine. I've done it many years, but to actually record myself and talk on that, I've never done before, but I like to speak in events. There's no events, physical events happening. I must do that. So I need to yeah. learn new tricks and do that. So it's step out of the comfort zone. If you must do that, it's a good time to do that because you want, you must. And then you might actually learn a few tricks and then later on you can be able to go back to your old physical world and 
but actually combine it with the new abilities and new things you learn during that time. So as a business, we can look at that and see, is there a good, and again, it's all digital yeah. and all those events. Can you do that? Is there something you can do to actually keep relevant and do something which is meaningful using those new tools? That's kind of adaptation element. Other element is think what's going to happen later on. So if you thought about where are your customers now, currently the stars model, we can do whatever we can with that. But when will go out, when things will open, and I think you mentioned when we spoke before, those habits will be lost. Some of the gym habits and some of going out will kind of, will forget that for a second, but then they'll probably slowly come back because those needs are still there. People will go to the gym, people will go out for coffees. They actually will be desperate in some sense to go out and do that. <laughs> However, we're gonna be tight on budget on the other side, I guess. So it's gonna be interesting. And again, every person, every human will respond differently to that. Try to think where are your customers now? And then in the right time, the right moment, try to get them back to you. Okay, for example, in gym, and try and again, I think probably don't go too aggressive on sales. Don't try to sell too quickly. People will be stressed. The budget will be tight. People will still be freeing their job. And some of people are fighting for, for, for again, even homelessness is a very, very tough situation happening as we speak. That's not going to be fixed in a day. It will be a gradual, hopefully a gradual improvement. What can you offer them? Maybe, again, I would recommend do stuff for free. Open, give, give people a chance to go back to your service, to what you offer them, even for free for a while, hoping that when things go back, they will stay with you. I would really suggest people to think about that and think a bit mid-term, long-term, because if you go too early to try to get the sale and do that, it's probably going to be perceived well, wrong, and you might use, lose your chance to try to do it later on, and you kind of don't want to do that. And it's going to be very interesting. It's a question I don't know the answer to. How much of the behavior we spoke about it will mm. bounce back to what it used to be before and how much will change? The answer, I guess, is probably somewhere in the middle. I don't think the whole world will go back to virtual. No. Will the whole world also go back to physical and nothing will change? Probably not as well. It's probably something in the middle. I think many businesses and people learn that what we're doing now, physically, the digital world, is a possibility. And some people did not believe it. you can do anything at all on the online world. And now it's an option. Is it the preferred option? Not necessarily. Is it the right option? Not necessarily. But I think it will be two options or more options now to think how you operate as a company. Do you need to send people off sort to be physically in an office to give presentation or actually we might as well do it with Zoom, which now the new thing that many people now learned. So it's, there are gonna be more tools, more tools in your toolbox, I guess, and your customers might be more perceived now to do things online. So maybe take that into account and thinking, okay, a bit of step back and saying, that's what I offer. That's what happened. In what way can I bring it back to my business and actually use those tools in the best way possible? And always, always remember where the customers are. One of the phenomena which are keep keeping bad customer experience continue every day is what I like to call the changing hot phenomenon, which is we're all customers. We're all customers of everything we do. And we hate, we really, really hate when we get bad customer experience. Yet we go on to work, put on a different hat and say, oh, those terrible customers, why don't they get it? Let's monetize them. Let's send them more <laughs> images. And that's why we do it. So it's a very strange phenomenon. It keeps on happening. Try not to be that person. <laughs> Try to remember your customer. Would you like to get that email? Would you like to get that message? Would you really be interested in that? And if not, stop yourself and don't do that and think about where really your customers are. And always think about the customer is the leading principle in, in everything. I, I was doing a, a, a talk earlier this morning with um with LegitFit and um Ram was saying that how they developed their product was they went, actually went out and asked their customers, you know, what they wanted out of a product. Um, rather than design the product for the customer, which exactly what you're saying there is, you know, 
listen to you, be a customer, see, see what they want and, and, and design it from there. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it, it's a simple fact that I think a lot, a lot of us forget about. They build, like, this looks really pretty, but it doesn't work. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, that friction, trying to reduce friction and buying processes, you know, I, I, I think I've said it multiple times, you know, I hate when I can't buy something quickly. I'll drop basket yeah. straight away if I can't integrate my Apple Pay or yeah. something like that. You know, the simple things for me, it's just I don't want to – at the moment, I haven't brought my wallet out of my house in the last two weeks because I'm tapping with my phone everywhere, you know, and the yeah. simplistic nature of that, yeah. you know, I think that's even changed how, you know, the the payment side of things, people who are older now understand you don't have to have cash, which is a big, like, yeah. simple things like that. So payment companies have been busier than ever, I'd only imagine. Um, okay, so we've got kind of how would you prepare for that you know is there certain tools that you think people should have if they don't have because we were speaking with joan um earlier about innovation and she she mentioned that it's a really good time for businesses to kind of look inside their business and you've you've touched on it there what 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 now what kind of tools would you kind of suggest would be key to that kind of hockey stick growth that people would expect when this all comes over or hope. So I think it could be an opportunity. The only thing I'm disclaiming, I'm saying is again, it depends on your business and what you are fighting for your life and everything is in, so that's not, it might not be the time to innovate. So I'm saying it, it, it's all, it's all very personal to where you are, where your business, what you want to do. It could be for Mm -hmm. multiple reasons. One, one trigger can be, you must go online. And I'm talking to a few businesses again, like that, you're just forced to. Many of them wanted to do it anyway, like I wanted to do it live and things like that, but just never had to. But now I have to, so I need to do it quickly. And then you look at the tools. And again, the good thing about the technology, it has been it has advanced dramatically. Last three to five years, there was a big leap of normal, simple websites. I mentioned a few names, even though you can search many, many simple websites like Wix. as a basic website you can get live in one day. E-commerce, Shopify will be my preferred go-to option to try. But again, you can check all of them. And you can today very, very quickly, very, very cheaply have a working site and a working e-commerce website with everything integrated, which everything, like I said, you can purchase on the phone in a second, well prepared and all of that very quickly, much farther, much quicker than it used to be before. If you cannot do it yourself, there's plenty of agencies, a whole ecosystem of consultants and companies, partners, legit with reviews that can very quickly also jump in and do it for you if you don't have the expertise in-house. But more and more of it, you can really do yourself. You don't need a team of developers. You don't need an army. You don't even need a retainer with a developer to keep it going. More and more you can do yourself and maintain by yourself. It's very easy. And those companies will be very happy to help you these days because they'll be happy to give you business. You're probably going to get the best price and the best deal out there because they really want to, to help and they're trying to get business. So those are tools you can definitely look at if you're not there. Or if you're in an improvement position, you say, okay, I had a website. I know it was not performing that well. Could be a good chance to upgrade that. You had a website which we're not selling. You had a site, but no e-commerce, so you cannot sell the services. And again, many businesses, restaurants, and others try to switch off, switch to more digital. And also there were those messages that try to support your local business. And like you, I genuinely wanted to, but you go to a site, it's totally broken. You go there, you can't really pay. You need to fill five forms. And then with all the goodwill in the world, I, I can't I can't support you currently because we're all stressed in the same. So like you said, the, the test is a mobile. Can you do it on a mobile in five seconds? It's good enough on customer experience. If it's not, 
with all the goodwill in the world, don't test your loyalty of your customers. I mean, do it very, aim to do it very, very easy on the phone. Everything is mobile today. And then, but again, those tools are, many of them already optimized. You don't have to work really hard. It's just about crafting your message, mm. your text and images and videos. If you have them, do it very quick, very easy. And that can be an opportunity to look and improve your experience for the digital world, if you have the time and resources to kind of do it now. Okay, so, you know, customer experience, your, your loyalty. Is there anything, I'm conscious of time, so we'll just do two more questions. Is there anything to, apart from your promotions and everything like that, you know, when you're trying to raise your profile again, is there, is there anything outside the norm that, you know, you don't want to give away all your tricks, but that you might suggest maybe one for a customer program to be able to get back? Oh, don't worry about tricks. Tricks are all known, by the way. Nothing is rocket science. We all know what we need to do. <laughs> Just getting it done is the other thing. But I mentioned a few places which are less sexy and people often forget. Like the people remember the front, you know, the marketing and the website usually is okay. Things try to take if it's right time for you. Look a bit deeper. The boring elements of the onboarding emails for B2B companies, for example, or, or even B2C companies, when you register, what's happening? When you try to onboard them, they ask you to send documents, to sign up or something. Look at those emails, because usually people don't look at them, and usually there's a lot of crap sadly going on there, because no one checked it. Like if you mentioned that company, people do a lot of work at the beginning to understand and build the product, but usually then they put it aside and no one ever looks again in those emails. They might be out of date, they might be wrong, they might be missing and broken. I've seen some terrible stuff down the years. You might want to have a look and actually review your, your whole customer experience. The invoices in the end, the, the, the onboarding at the beginning, and go through the whole experience of your own product and see actually, you, you usually are very much surprised. Say, oh no, we're actually sending that email, it's totally wrong. Let's go and update that. And so I would encourage people to actually look at the whole experience end to end and see other actually areas where now is actually, actually a good time to fix and replace because usually those projects are kind of on the shelf and no one there's not high priority. If it's a good time for you, it might be a good time to actually improve your experience. So when you go back out there, try to acquire, try to retain customers, you're going to provide actually a better experience and this will just improve your business and make it more sustainable. Yeah. I'm surprised that many people you talk to that haven't tried their own website. It's, 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 Pretty scary when you talk. Uh, it's it's you know it's, it's a common phenomenon. So we're it's very tough to look at your own stuff. Even for myself as a consultant, to apply what I'm telling others on myself is very very hard. You many times need someone external or someone, another voice to look objectively, yeah. fresh eyes. Also, we're losing the fresh eyes. It's another human phenomena. If you look at a website once, it's the first impression. You cannot replicate that. Second time you look at it, and third and hundred, you don't see the thing you saw on the first line. So it's we try to look at fresh eyes. Also, you bring fresh eyes. Something I show to my kids or my wife or someone else. Look at that and tell me what you think because I cannot see it anymore. So that's another advice I give yeah. customers: show it to someone else who has no clue what you're talking about. Tell them what they think. If they don't get it, try look again. Go back to the whiteboard and look at look at it again. It's another human element which makes it hard for us to improve because we don't see it after a few times. Okay, so just before we wrap up, if you were Give one piece of advice, your one takeaway for the afternoon. <laughs> what would it be? Think about your customer. Think about your customer. Think about your customer. You think about the other side. It's not about what you want. They will see it as they see it. We all see as we are. We think about what where they are and, and start start everything with that in mind. Why are we doing it? What will they think? 
is my best advice. Keep that and you'll be fine, I think. My, my takeaway is the two hats. I'm, I'm going to use that now moving forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely yeah. one for me. People usually remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, Mill, for your time today. I, I will post all your details underneath the, the post and on the YouTube. Um, if anybody is looking for anybody on customer experience, loyalty, and many other things, please please do reach out. And thanks, Mill, for your time. Yeah, I'll be happy to. Usually LinkedIn is the best place to find me. It's a strange name, so not too many of those. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mill. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Stay safe.